Well, I am so happy that I think this is day number four of getting to have a few of you here. It's so nice to have you right here in person. And I think this might be Sunday number seven that we're in this unique situation in which so many are tuning in via live stream rather than getting to be here in our big, beautiful church. I'll tell you, you know, we've taken all the precautions we can to make sure that we're keeping the church clean. Uh, Very much uh, thanks to Guadalupe Bonilla, who cleans the church every single day. And you can see the uh, evidence of the fact that she's doing that every day and the fact that there is almost no finish left now on the top of the pews. Uh, They are not shiny, and uh, they're basically back to the original wood. Uh, We're doing what we can. It's a unique time. And I would say uh, it's probably likely, if you're like me, that there's the temptation to be like the two disciples at the beginning of this gospel, looking downcast, you know, as we are in this unique time, kind of going through what we're going through. And of course, there's plenty of reasons for that and the fact that so many things are not the way that we would have expected them to be. It's been a very strange April, to say the least. As I look out, I see my buddy Cameron. I know it's his senior year of high school. I feel bad for him in particular, and all those seniors in high school and college and people that are missing certain things. And it's just, you know, it's not what we thought it would be. And so there's a temptation to be downcast. But what I would say, too, to kind of keep in mind is the fact that that feeling of being downcast isn't unique to this year. It's not unique to 2020. Uh, As I've thought about my own (laughs) continual time of coming back to prayer every day, is the fact that I feel like the same sort of pattern emerges, that so often, every time that I go into prayer, that I go to spend time in front of the Blessed Sacrament, to be with our Lord, I would say, unfortunately, most of the time, I begin that in a downcast sort of way. And why do I say that? Well, we all know that as we look ahead to whatever we're moving on toward, that it's so easy to see all of the problems that there are, right? And it can be problems, you know, in the world, in our nation, in the church, in our diocese, in our parish, in our family, heck, even in my own heart. You know, the things that are just overwhelming so much of the time. And yet, the thing that's amazing to me with this pattern is in walking along, as long as I come back to him, as long as I go back to prayer, as long as I'm with him in the breaking of the bread, he continues to tell me once again, oh you, you're so slow of heart. Why are you so slow to believe? And I feel like this pattern happens over and over, at least for me. Maybe you all are better at me than this. You know, and just always being like completely rooted with like, un, un, let's see, unassailable joy, right? Unassailable hope in the resurrection that you are always so focused on this that you're always like on fire. But unfortunately, my heart is very often slow and sad and downcast. But the beautiful thing is, is that we're not left to wallow, or at least I know I'm not, you know, in that being downcast. And we, we've heard this beautiful gospel so many times, and yet as we walk through our own life, as we walk along 
as disciples of Jesus Christ, we can still fall into that trap of being downcast. And I would say, sort of in defense of Cleopas and the other disciple, they didn't have as much evidence as we do, right? Now, they go through, you know, this is what we were hoping for. Although it is incredible to me that they even say that some women from our group went to the tomb and found it empty and saw some angels. And two others went and found it just as they had said. And yet, they still walk away, right? They still leave Jerusalem, even though the signs of the resurrection are appearing in front of them. Now, here we are on the third Sunday of Easter, albeit in a weird year. 2020 is shaping out to be one for the history books, right? We're going to remember this one. And yet, we still know that Christ is risen from the dead. And at the same time, like Cleopas and the other disciple, how many times in the last six, seven weeks, however long this has been, have we fallen into the trap of being downcast? Have we fallen into the trap of walking away with our heads hanging low and just almost not able to be, you know, pumped back up? I'm at a loss for words this morning, I apologize. But, you know, not able to sort of jump back into the hope of the resurrection. The beautiful news for us is that our faith isn't about grabbing ourselves by the bootstraps and picking ourselves up. It's knowing the fact that Jesus Christ stays in our midst that he walks with us. And I think ultimately what the takeaway, so to speak, for today has to be is that even in the midst of a crazy time like this, we have to continue to let him be in our midst. He doesn't force us, you know, to let him in, right? He will allow us to spend this time completely binging on Netflix, if that's how you want to use it. He's not going to take away your freedom and force himself in there. But at the same time, I would highly recommend that every single day, even if you begin the day downcast, to let him in. Because I can tell you something, I can pretty much guarantee what? That, okay, we have this particular crisis, this particular challenge right now. But you know what I know? Is that this crisis will come to an end, and then there will be another crisis, and then another one, and another challenge, and another difficulty until there are no more challenges and difficulties. That ultimately we have to continue to walk along and to remember the pattern that every time we let him in, every time we listen to him opening up the scriptures for us, every time we're with him in the breaking of the bread, he takes our heart from being in that sad, slow, downcast space to letting our hearts be on fire within us, lighting our hearts on fire with his very presence. And what do we have to do to let that happen is simply to walk with him, to let him in. And I know it's a strange time. I still feel weird. There's seven of you sitting in front of me and I keep looking up at the choir because I don't want to neglect the people watching from home, but I'm looking right at you as well. Yes, is it strange? Of course. Circumstances change. Our circumstances are different in Salisbury than they were right outside of Emmaus 2,000 years ago. But the same Jesus Christ is present. The same Jesus Christ doesn't neglect us and leave us to stay in a downcast space. He comes to us and says to us once again, oh, you slow of heart, you, you of little faith, 
know that he stays with us. That he's with us in the scriptures. That he's with us in the word of God. He, the word incarnate, remains in our presence. Gives us himself once again in the breaking of the bread. Thanks be to God we're in the Diocese of Charlotte where the churches are allowed to remain open. Stop in. Be with him in the breaking of the bread. He is truly present in the Eucharist. He stays in our midst. And ultimately we need to know that we need not stay downcast. So St. Peter said in that first reading, death could not hold him. It would be impossible for hell and death to hold our Lord. He broke through the prison gates of hell and freed our ancestors, right? That death could not hold him down. And the same remains true today. Even though, yes, the gray clouds of being downcast hang over us, very thick right now in this time, regardless, he stays in our midst. Stay with him. Spend the time listening to the word of God. Reading it each and every day. Be it the readings from the Mass each morning. Be it working your way through the Gospels. Be it praying the Rosary and meditating on the mysteries of Christ's life and the life of our Blessed Mother. Any of those. He'll take the time to light your heart on fire. And remember that he stays with us really and truly present in the Blessed Sacrament. Even though there's always reasons to be downcast, always reasons to be overwhelmed by the world or whatever crisis may face us right now, the good news for us is that we can continue to sing Alleluia because he walks with us. My brothers and sisters in Christ, let him in. Don't spend time on everything else. Yes, watch the occasional Netflix show. So be it. I'm watching Foil's War with the Seminarians right now. It's fantastic. I highly recommend it. Although, to be fair, that's on Prime Video, not Netflix. But do things that are good that will build you up and don't spend so much time on everything else that reminds you of being downcast, but rather take the time to spend with him who will light your heart on fire and remind you that he is really and truly risen from the dead and that he is really and truly present to each and every one of us. Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever.